Hey guys, we're so excited to officially introduce you to Broadcast Bullets and a brand new podcast and YouTube show. It's all about the TV news industry. I'm Jim Stanton, and I am the executive producer for Broadcast Bulletin. And I'm his co-host. My name is Jacob Brooks. I also do our social media in addition to co-hosting. And we're going to spend the next few minutes just telling you a bit about ourselves and the show, just so you're more familiar with us before our series premiere drops in just a few weeks. Jim, how about you start us off? Thanks, Jacob. I live in San Antonio, Texas, and for a while, I did actually really, really want to work at TV news ever since I was young. I always loved to write and realized I was watching a lot of news and saw a lot of historical events over the years. I actually originally wanted to work in computer science, but then decided to move to news because, you know, uh, science and math just weren't my thing, and I was told you had to do a lot of that in computers. Uh, I had never wanted to be on camera, but always pictured myself being a producer or something else behind the scenes, whether that would be a photog or anything else. In high school, I was able to land an internship here at the Fox Affiliate here in San Antonio, where I spent eight months learning the ins and outs of the business and gaining real life experience. And that really opened my eyes up into the industry and told me that internships are obviously very important. The pay isn't all that great. The dangers of working in the field are very real. And deadlines are crucial. Profanity is part of the newsroom culture and assignment editors have a crazy job. Everyone behind the scenes never got enough credit. The focus was always on the people you saw on camera. Oh yeah, and on election night, there was always pizza. Newsroom pizza! Yay! I learned I would have to likely uproot my life elsewhere to start because you never you have to learn your craft in smaller markets first. So that way when you're in the bigger areas like New York, you're not making mistakes on air. Uh, that's not really something I wanted to do. I'm kind of rooted in my area. Uh, I ultimately decided not to enter the industry and went in a different direction for various reasons. I went back to community college this past year. I'm taking a semester or two off of community college right now, as I've had a lot going on in my personal life, and I'm undecided on what I want to pursue. I work in retail to pay the bills, but I still love the broadcast business, and I'm still very passionate about it, despite all the changes that are happening to it. I would love to see it survive long term. There's still a place for local journalism and local storytellers to tell the story of your community. We're not here to tell anyone not to go into the industry or to leave it, but rather to just give you different perspectives and tell you the things that you're not going to learn in school. We want you to know that the people you see on your TV aren't just sitting there reading a teleprompter, looking pretty, and going home afterward. There's a lot of work that goes into being a journalist, and they're very human too. And I created this as a creative outlet because of that to kind of show that side off. They live in your community. They are storytellers. They have stories of their own. And we just want to tell the stories of the people you see on TV and behind the scenes that help bring those stories to you on your TV every day. And now Jacob will tell you a bit about his background. So I've known that I've wanted to go into TV news since I was about 11 years old. It's kind of a weird story. So I was at parent-teacher conferences in my elementary school, and one of the meteorologists from a TV station here in Erie was there. I don't know what he was doing. Something with selling apples. I, I have no idea. Anyway, I met him. He was super nice. He was like, hey, you should stop by the station. I'd love to give you a tour. I was like, okay, cool. So I went. A couple months later, fell in love. I knew right then and there that is what I wanted to do. I think I would have figured out that I would have that I want to go into TV news eventually, just not that early had he not invited me to the station 
uh, when he did. So that was, that was really cool of him. So like Jim, I love everything about news, um, graphics, music studios, everything. Uh, now he doesn't want to be on air. I do want to be on air. That's what I'm concentrating on at school right now. Um, I'm going to start as an MMJ obviously, and then hopefully an anchor, maybe a bit of producing on the side, uh, just kind of depends. And I'm just keeping my options open because as we're going to talk a lot about on the show, the TV news world is changing very fast and you got to change with it. So that's a little bit about me. I want to go back to Jim and Texas now. Jim, I mean, you are the executive producer of this thing. So it's it only makes sense for you to start off our conversation about what people can expect from the show, how the idea started. It's all yours. All right. Thank you, Jacob. So it's a long story, but the show has been in the works to some degree for almost a year. I idea first came to me in January, kind of put it off to the back burner for a bit because I was a little hesitant. You know, I'm I'm kind of a private person. I didn't really want to put myself out there, but I'm like, you know what? I could probably make connections this way. It would probably be a benefit for me to do that. So I decided, you know what? Let's go full force on it. I started to think it over, and this would just be a huge opportunity. Like I said, it, I'd be crazy to not do it. So I ended up going on it. I didn't realize at the time how much a lot of work doing a podcast would be, how much money it would be, but. Uh, here we are, you know, I, I like to say, you know, sometimes doing this is like almost like doing a part-time job, you know, in terms of sourcing guests, editing episodes, promoting episodes, actually recording interviews, uh, and just maintaining all the website and all that. There's a lot of work that goes into doing a podcast. So, uh, for those wanting to start a podcast, yes, there's a lot of work to it, but anyway, we had, I had some bumps in the road, thought about it, but I wanted a co-host. I felt like it would be great to have a co-host. And I asked my friend Jacob because he was really passionate about these types of things too. And we did a test run and realized, you know what? We have a lot of, we have a good uh, on-air chemistry. It would work out well for us. So we decided to get the ball rolling. Uh, This is going to be one of the only shows, I think actually the only one of its kind, because we're going to cover everything about the TV news industry. Jacob's going to give you more about that in a minute. But I want this to serve as kind of like an advice column and a learning experience to just anyone who's genuinely curious. I like to label us as we're educational, informational, and fun because I believe in a way this podcast is going to be educational. It is going to kind of teach you about the industry from people, you know, who have been there. uh, And you're going to learn a lot of information about it. But we're also going to have a bit of fun. We're a little laid back. Uh, we like to have fun, play games. We always like to start and end with a light question for our guests because uh, the topics they do discuss tend to get a little heavier. You know how it is with reporters going out on murders and stuff. We get into all that, but and their mental health. We, you know, nothing is untouched here. If even just one person learns something from any one of our guests, then we've done our jobs. The show is for people who not just work in the industry. But those who are in college, maybe those who have been burnt out and want to get out and want to hear from someone who made that jump. How about regular viewers that just want to learn more? I think they would learn from this too. But yes, as I mentioned, we're going to be covering everything there is about TV news. And Jacob's going to have more on that. All right. So Jim kind of alluded to this. We've been saying uh, there's no other show like this. It's awesome. You got to watch. We've been hyping it up and hyping it up for weeks. There's a reason behind it. There really is no other show like this. I, I just want to run through here some of the topics we're going to be covering and some of the guests we're going to have on. So our first episode, which drops November 25th, I know, best Thanksgiving ever, is going to feature Shelby Sansone Stevens. 
She was a reporter at WHBQ in Memphis and WSMB in Nashville. We talk about everything from her unique start in the industry, what it was like covering a pandemic and every everything in 2020. Also, a very candid and honest conversation about the mental health challenges, among other things, that led to her decision to leave the industry. We're also going to talk with Micah Wilson, a.k.a. hashtag just a kid from the creek. He's a reporter at KFSM in Fort Smith, Arkansas. He's only been there a few months, but boy, he's got a lot to talk about. One of those things is race. What it is like being a person of color in news and the struggles he faces on a regular basis. We'll also talk about innovation in the industry, why working at Tegna was one of his career goals, and so much more. And nothing goes better together than sports and beer, right? Corey Kaiser, I think she knows that better than anyone else. She's a former sports anchor and reporter who now works at a brewing company in San Diego. So we'll talk to her about her unique journey, and she's also going to share her very, very strong opinions on working out a duopoly, which if you've ever done, you'll probably relate to. So that'll be that'll be interesting. She was uh, very passionate about that. So those are just some of the guests we have on, and we're ready to announce. We've got more that we're going to be announcing soon. But now I want to talk more about the topics we're going to be discussing on our show. News music. You ever wonder how news music is made? Like, how do they pick what instruments to use? How long does it take to make a package? And even news directors, creative services directors, you're going to want to hear this. What to know if you want to commission a custom package or updates to a package for your station? We'll talk to someone who knows about all of this very, very, very well. We're also going to have someone, can't say their name yet, but they are a big supporter of ours. And at this very moment, they are working on a major rebrand of a TV station. So we'll talk to them after the launch, of course, about what went into it, how they made some of the graphics. The list goes on and on. We're really excited about that. And you you can't have a TV news podcast without talking to a news director, right? Well, we've got one. He's going to give us all the tips and tricks you need to make a standout MMJ reel, how to get your first MMJ job, and he's hired a lot of college MMJs. Also, how to land your first TV job in any position right after college. One of his reporters, who, by the way, graduated during COVID, will join us too. She's going to share perspective that just about every college kid like me can relate to. And that's not all. We're also going to talk about producing, meteorology, directing, literally everything. We cannot wait. So that's just a start of what you can expect from us, but we're not done there. Jim, what are your goals for Broadcast Bulletin like a year from now? Well, I would love to see consistent listenership and viewership a year from now. Obviously, we're starting small. Not a lot of people know us, but I want it to be a year from now. Uh, People are coming to us and saying, I want to come on the show. We're no name in every newsroom. Uh, when I say, hey, I'm with Broadcast Bolt, I want to come on, people are just going to jump up and say, yes, I love your show. Uh, I want, obviously, a 1,000 subs on YouTube, and I'm saying the go kind of low because I know it is a niche topic. It's going to take time. I mean, a million would be nice, but I would love to have 500 followers on Instagram, too, and I think we'll get maybe even higher would be nice, but, you know, to have a consistent fan base that just loves our show and supports us, I want to have that. I want people emailing us every day suggesting guests. A uh, thousand downloads per episode would be great. I want, just like I said again, to be known in every TV newsroom in the country. And eventually, yes, I want to have our own merch like T-shirts and a Patreon as well. So people that love this show, they can help fund it to keep it going. And I don't want to make it sound like we're begging for money or anything because we're not. But, you know, like I mentioned earlier, it is a little bit expensive to run a podcast to pay for a website host and to pay for a host to host the podcast. So 
I mean, the stuff like that isn't cheap and I do pay for all that. So uh, that would help us out for sure. I mean, our goals seem quite lofty and it is a niche topic, but I think we can make it mainstream and that's our goal. I mean, I love the presentation TV news, like music and sets and all that, but I learned a lot of people may not be interested into that. And then there's some people that they may not necessarily want to hear the stories of the producers or whatever, but I felt like if we just reach out on every topic and have a broad base of people we have, I think people are going to love that. And eventually, hopefully we can get corporate executives on, network anchors and correspondents would be on, but I'm a huge believer in setting your goals big and they'll pay off. We might be starting small, but over time, I feel like this is going to be big. Oh, so exciting. Okay, Jim, thank you. And hey, we want you to be a part of this journey with us. You get to follow along. So fun, right? So make sure to subscribe to our YouTube, follow us on Instagram at Broadcast Bulletin, and go to our website, BroadcastBulletinPodcast.com. We're also on all of your favorite podcast platforms. You can read the entire list on that website. I just talked about broadcastbulletinpodcast.com. New episodes, by the way, they're going to drop every Thursday starting in just a few weeks on Thanksgiving, November 25th. And before we go, I also want to give a shout out to some people that helped us out so much when we were developing the show. First, thanks to Sammy Bry from Phoenix for designing our amazing logos and branding toolkit. She even made some graphics. We also want to thank Chris Majka. He is the owner of Fusic Productions, and he composed our very own custom music, which we are very excited for you to hear. And also, we want to thank you for watching or listening to us. We really appreciate it. Make sure to share our show with anyone else you think might be interested. Jim? And before we go, I just want to plug my other channel that I run, Studio 31 Media Archive and 31 Rewind, which are channels that our uh, focus on TV news, uh, Studio 31. I will post full newscasts from uh, TV stations across the country uh, to kind of give you a feel of how different stations across the country cover local news uh, and a bunch of other stuff related to broadcasting as well. But local news is the main focus. 31 Rewind posts classic commercial breaks and classic newscasts from before the 1990s. Both of those are like my babies. I love those channels. So I put in a lot of time into them. So if you enjoy them, enjoy the content that we cover here on Broadcast Bulletin, I think you're going to love what we post on Studio 31. So please subscribe to Studio 31 Media Archive uh, because we are tying this podcast in. Uh, if some of the anchors we have, our reporters we have are on this show, I might post some of their work on that channel on Studio 31. So definitely subscribe to it. Finally, Every guest that has come on uh, and believes in what we're doing, thank you so much for taking the, spending about an hour with us, uh, sharing your stories. And I know a lot of people are going to want to hear them and just find out what it's really like being in the journalism industry because we've already learned a few things that we were never told before or I had not realized before. And it's just, I love hearing this perspective from these people. So again, every single one of y'all that's come on so far, thank you so much. Uh, we also want to thank all those who have followed us on Instagram or subscribed to us on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter. And to those who are just interested and promise to listen on November 25th, we promise not to let you down. For Jacob Brooks again, I'm Jim Stanton, and thanks for listening.